Welcome to the Marketing That Makes a Difference podcast. Today, let's talk about meetings. Oh, how much of your life have you spent in meetings? If you're like me, it's probably a good portion of it. But it's not something you should be upset about or depressed about or despair about because meetings could make a huge difference in your relationship with your client. It could obviously lead to more business because the pitch or the sales presentation typically happens in a meeting. So much could happen in a meeting that could benefit you. Don't be upset that you have to attend them. Some are definitely drawn out. All of us have attended client meetings, um, your in-house meetings that have gone on too long. The key is if it is actually a marketing meeting or there is a portion that is set aside for marketing that you're in charge of presenting, you need to take charge. And that's really the whole key here is take charge of the meeting or your portion of it. And the way to do that is to, first of all, have goals for yourself going into it. Here's what I need to accomplish in this meeting. We all have individuals we got to deal with, some people who like to drone on that are clients or bosses, and you have to know how to deal with them. That's a subject of another podcast and actually another video that I'm going to be doing soon. But have your goals. What would you like to come out with? Now, these are not things you share with other people in the meeting. These are your own personal goals that you'd like to come out of that meeting with. Then set the agenda. Here's the way it's got to go. And I'll tell you the format that I like to use that I, that I think is most successful in a meeting. And that, and that might be any type of marketing meeting, even those where you're perhaps reporting to a board of directors, all the way down to just a client and you situation or a client and their team and you. Typically, what I like to do is hand out the agenda. And I do use sometimes, even in regular meetings, I'll use slides because you can use visuals that really impress people or videos that impress people. Using a slide to follow every single word you say I don't believe in doing, but as an outline or as visual additions to press your point or to make your point, they're great. So don't hesitate to do that. You don't want to be Mr. PowerPoint and have 99 slides, though, or Miss PowerPoint. That said, after you set your agenda and displayed it or handed it out, then you want to go back and you want to say, assuming you've worked for this company for a while or you've worked for this client for a while, you say, okay, here's what we've done so far. And you start with that. It's a three-part thing. You go back and you say, here's where we were, here's where we are now, and here's how we got there. And hopefully that's a positive progression. If it isn't, you still need to present it anyway, because that may be the basis of what you're suggesting now as a strategy. So your first setup is to go back and take a look back. Okay, here's where we were, here's where we are now, here's how we got here. Then you go back and you start with their goal. Let's say that they're a nonprofit that is perhaps in uh, behavioral health care or addiction treatment or something. So you start with their goal and you say, what is our goal? Our goal is, you put it on the board, treating those with addiction, helping them get better. So that's the goal. And then the next step is, and this sounds elementary because you're supposed to be presenting perhaps a media schedule or something, a commercial or some kind of ad, but you start always start back because it shows the client, it shows the boss that you know the reason you're doing these things. So you start at the goal. Then you say, and how do we reach that goal? By the next step, which is reaching these people with our message. What is our message? This is our message, and you present the message. And then from there, it typically breaks out into subcategories depending on your organization or your company, maybe for each product line, each service line. Uh, here's the goal for that. And then you go to who's the audience for that. So you need to show right from the beginning that you understand the big picture, 
that here's your overall goal, here's the company's overall goal, here's the immediate goal, and here's how you reach them and what audiences they need to reach. And that way, when you get to the part that you're trying to pitch, which is perhaps a media budget that you're trying to increase or a new TV commercial or something, they understand why you're doing it. It goes back to the beginning. It showed what you've done in the past or what the company's done in the past, and they understand why you're suggesting what you're suggesting now because you've methodically laid it out. Now, that doesn't mean you make everything dry, like just facts and figures or just a diagram. No, that's when you want to knock them out with creative. That's what knocks it out of the ballpark. So you get down to, okay, we're in this category. Our audience is this, this, and this. For this audience, here's what we want to do. You present the creative there that will convince or sell that particular audience. I think you'll see by going back and showing the client or the boss that you understand the overall goals, you understand where the company has been and where it's at now and how it got there. They will more likely accept your presentation because they know that you understand the big picture. It doesn't hurt, by the way, to throw in. Um, you know, if there's a CEO that's responsible to a board, if you're dealing at that level like I often do, I often mention the board. I often have to report to the board as well or make a report for them. And so you, you might want to mention them. Listen, I know one of our audiences is the board of directors, and here's what they want to know. So here's what we're doing for them as well. So you want to make it an encompassing proposal or encompassing meeting, but you want to keep control of it from the beginning. Now, that doesn't mean you get input. You definitely get input, and you don't have to necessarily wait to the end. You could get input all along. The way I like to do that is from the beginning say, is there anything else you want to cover here? And so if they do say there is something else they want to cover, I list it either physically or I just jot it down and say, okay, we'll go to that. And typically what you'll find is if you've satisfied them by the time you get to their point, they're going to be happy just skipping that. They'd rather just go over the points that you've got because that was plenty and it satisfied them. You definitely want input. Remember, your goal is not to obstruct if they suggest something that is contrary to what you want. Remember, your long-term goal is to get to the objectives that you laid out earlier, and you got to go back to that and present it. Don't be argumentative, but just present it. Ultimately, you have to do what they want to a certain extent, but if you've laid it out logically, you should find that they'll be going along with the direction you've laid out. So good luck with that. I think having a marketing meeting that you're in control of is your best option always. And the way to do that, like some people shake and shudder and worry about that. I recommend them. I suggest them more often than even a client or the boss wants. What you'll see is you'll be in a position that you are the expert. You are running things when it comes to marketing. And believe me, that's the position you want to be in because that's the marketing that's going to make a difference for you, for them and for everyone concerned. This is Marketing That Makes a Difference podcast. Check out our videos as well at ferrismarketing.com and also on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. 